Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. How about that tornado drill? Dude, that was the best <laughs> tornado drill. You and I wound up in the building garage. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Next to... Uh, next to all the C-level executive, executive yeah, exactly. Range Rovers and whatnot. Uh, yeah, we were next to Brad's car. <laughs> were you? It was pretty nice. I don't know what each of them drives. They're all, they all kind of seem to drive the same car, basically. Yeah, like, it's like, um, there's either SUVs or really nice Lexuses. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, and they're like luxury SUVs, oh, like yeah. Range Rovers, and this was whatnot. like this was like the <clears throat> Toyota Tacoma Limited Edition Echo Pants President's Rolls, <laughs> like type <laughs> level of luxury. Oh, that sounds like a fabulous like, made-up like car. O- you just only said. heads of state get to get to drive those. Nice, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, so I I think it's interesting that they still feel like they can cram our entire company into the basement of one building on our campus right well, now. Well, they're building a second building. It's got a basement. They're building a fourth building, it, but it's yeah, the second it's building the with a basement. Building, yeah. yeah, and it'll be a huge so basement. So far, but it's, that's like it's two the years second away. building because it's not connected right now. True. We could consider all three of our current buildings one, one building. building. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm excited about the parking garage. That should be opening this month. Yeah, um, because I'm when excited. we went to uh, the prom, mm-hmm. they were spraying it. Paycom prom. Ooh. That was fun. Yeah, for I had you a good guys. time. You had fun for a minute. I had good until about nine thirty, and then I, left. I was like, "Bye." <laughs> Bedtime for Josh. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, no, we had fun. It I was went a good back time. In the room and watched uh, watched a couple uh, let's plays and uh, some Miraculous Ladybug, and went to bed. Nice. Have you finished Miraculous Ladybug? Yes. Did we I'm talk working, about that last time? Yeah, I'm working on my second watch. Yeah, through. that's right. You know, because of the prom, we had to record early last week, and I don't like it when we record early it because sucks. by the time we get to the next recording, it feels like it's been forever. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy recording. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's a very it's a good de-stressor. It is. I have fun doing it, especially and... Fridays, because then you unwind, mm-hmm. and then we're into the weekend. Yeah, and then Absolutely. I have to edit it, which is which isn't <laughs> honestly, it's not that bad. Yeah, and by the way, you've gotten really good at editing. Not I've that you were trying. bad at the beginning, but you really learned some tips and tricks along you, the way. Did you like that one a couple weeks ago? Where I cut it. And yeah, then you went to the <laughs> outro, and yeah. I was like, whoa, no way. Yeah, that surprised me. So, good job, dude. Danke. Yeah. Um, any news in the uh, in the news? Any well, news in the news? first off, welcome to the Animation Station oh, Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 32. That's right, like 32. That, it's our first March to the Stars episode for our Ooh. sci-fi month. That's a fairly good theremin. <laughs> I was waiting it. for the it cough. Was, was too Every high. time you try to do a voice or a sound effect, you always end up well, coughing. Dude, when, when you have to get high, you're like, 
You you tend to go for the ones that make you stretch. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I'm Josh, and I'm Gavin. And yeah, like Gavin said, this is our March to the Stars. Yes, I'm so excited for this month. I think it's a really cool theme, Sci-Fi Month. I think we should do it every March. Do March to the Stars and do Sci-Fi stuff, and just revel in space and robots and so we've got, time travel we've got march of the stars then uh-huh. we've got audience appreciation april yes then anime <laughs> and then and then june <laughs> gavtacular june. june oh that's right yeah <laughs> gavin's birthday month and then july is that's d23 uh yeah july is going to be interesting we should hit our um it may be it may i be think our... the very last episode in july is our one year like the last episode for a full year yeah our episode 50 is actually the one that we pull out the week we go to D23. oh really that's cool that's, episode 50. that's a good milestone yeah. 50 and then um i don't know what we're gonna do in august we need to come up with something in august yeah you want to do super, yeah, september. super september cool um, then we've got, um, Spooktober to the respookening. <laughs> yes. I love um, it. Then we've got Naughty November. We don't have Naughty <laughs> November. I just made that up. We could do that. I and then we've got in our special December this year to coincide with, uh, The Last Jedi as we're doing a, um, I don't know what to call it, but it's Star Wars all all through december oh cool yeah i like that so, idea yeah, we're gonna have liam and manoa we're gonna talk about sweet probably rebels and the clone wars the, the yeah tartakovsky mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. that'll be yeah, fun i like it i still haven't um tried out rebels um well see i bought the first season on oh, really? amazon oh that's right but you they don't include the first episode yeah. in so that. Dumb. so it's like well yeah, you have to buy it separate. Right? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. I don't get it. So it made me not want to watch it. So I've had, I've bought those since. I mean, I've had those since like before we started the podcast. Really? I just haven't watched any of wow. them. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, you know. Hmm. Well, speaking of cartoons on TV, um, isn't there some news about some cartoons on yes, TV? Yes, we do have some news. Um, well, uh, TV wise. Mm-hmm. DuckTales yes. is Woo! coming this September, <laughs> starring David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck. And yeah, and aren't some uh, cast members uh, of SNL in it? Bobby Moynihan's in it. And Beck Bennett's Beck in it, right? In it, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I haven't, I haven't seen Beck Bennett in a long time. Really? Yeah. He's Putin on like every other episode of SNL right now. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. You're right. I'm not thinking of Beck Bennett. <laughs> I'm thinking, who's the guy who's uh, King George in Hamilton now? Oh, um, who is that? I did hear who it was. Yeah, him, the dude who used to be on SNL. But I can't think of who it is right now. Yeah, him. That's what that's what I was thinking. Ah, Charlie's gonna punch me if she hears this. She probably won't. She won't. She's (laughs) just your wife. She doesn't. Although in this movie, we are gonna reference a musical, which happens to be her favorite musical. So she might. No. (laughs) That's the best musical. So Ducktales. When does it come out? Summer. Summer. Yeah. Like the very first day of summer, it's I don't out. Remember. Okay. Yeah. Are you interested in watching it? I, I can't mean, decide. The only reason I would watch it would be for David Tennant. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And a voice I, actor. I, I thing. Like, hmm. We should get a Scottish person. How about <laughs> we get the Tenth Doctor and 
the Royal Shakespearean Theater's Hamlet. Yes. <laughs> so it goes, so he was the doctor, and then he was Hamlet, and then he was... Now he's Scrooge McDuck? He, well, he, he was in uh, Jessica Jones. He was the bad guy. Oh, okay. And now he's Scrooge McDuck. So <laughs> Swings and roundabouts. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird progression for him. <laughs> Is he Scottish? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. I did not know that. Cool. Yeah, I'm on the fence about it. I, I'm not really blown away by the artwork that I've seen so far. The character design, it's like they really Huey, Dewey, and Louie looks made stupid. that concerted effort to restylize them and make them look sort of similar, but mostly just kind of a brand new style. And I don't know if I like that brand new style. Well, I mean, like Scrooge kind of looks the same. Donald looks the bit. same. Mm, he's stylized ish, too. Ish. But, but yeah, Huey, Dewey, and Louie are like, yeah. what happened? Did they, did they get dropped on their heads? <laughs> they look really bizarre. It's an interesting choice. I agree. So we'll see. I, I might let it play out a few seasons before I give it a try. Uh, and we had, um, well, the season finale of Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Yes. Season 2 came out this week. Yes, which um, you can't stop talking about. Nope. <laughs> there will probably be something at the end of the episode where Josh just talks. So you can nice. tune out if you want. Nice. Um but they announced uh, season three will begin this summer. Okay, that's and quick. Then, yeah, and that well, they like like what they did with you know Starbury and just threw everything. Mm-hmm. Got it like, out real quick. Every, yeah, just like here. You I'm go. just still surprised that they'll be ready for new production that fast again. Yeah, it's so it's that's impressive. I'm hoping they're not jumping the shark. Mm-hmm. Which and I, I'll talk about that a little bit. You know, okay. Later. Cool. But. Yeah, I mean, eh, hopefully. And they also confirmed season four. So Dang. Yeah, season three wow. coming out and season four confirmed. Okay, so, okay. I was cool. hoping it was only going to be a three-season show. Oh, really? Yeah, I you, mean, I like it. I really, really love it. You don't want it to be like the next Simpsons and go yeah, on I don't for wanna, decades? Yeah, I don't want it to, you know, ruin its welcome. I gotcha. Because, like, I, like what Gravity Falls did. Gravity Falls, two series, done, perfect. You it's can come perfect, back to yeah. it later. Mm-hmm. But there's really no reason. Right. I agree. So, other than, you know, we want to go back to Gravity Falls. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, there's no... I don't want Star to go on for six seasons. Right. And it only be good for the first two seasons, you know? Yeah, I get that. I totally do. I, I hate when a show gets watered down just for the sake of lengthening it out. So, so are you going to give us a little review of season two at the end of this episode? Yeah, we'll, we'll do it at the end. Yeah. All right, cool, guys. Well, if you want to hear Josh's review of that, stay tuned to the very end and you'll hear it. And I'm sure it'll be quite interesting. We also got Trolls 2. Yes, I saw out that. April 10th, 2020. Whew, that's a long ways out. Yeah, it's like. That must have done well at the box office. Have you looked up have... the box office no. numbers? I, 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 still wanna, I still want to see it. I mean, I feel like Justin Timberlake alone would be enough to bring in. 2020 just seems like a long time. Well, I mean, we're that's only two and two thirds of the year yeah, away, but, really. But I mean, like, what happened? Like, look at Hotel Transylvania. Mm-hmm. Hotel Transylvania. When did they come out with the second one? Like two years later. Was it that fast? I think. What about okay? What about the maybe it was then? maybe it was. Well, not every who made Trolls. Not I mean, every studio is has the level of production to be able to put something out real quick. They might have other things lined up before it, so they can't necessarily just put that ahead of the line. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. They might have yeah. two or three other projects in the works already. So, 
we should we should look that up. Uh, I'm yeah. kind of interested to see. But they better you know, call what else it they're Trolls working on. Two Electric Boogaloo, or else it's just <laughs> it's gonna be awful. That's hilarious. We we still need to see that we first see, one yeah. and see if that's awful. Well, like, it can't be too awful. It looked it really pretty, and but, I, I'm know, interested in seeing it. The nut job, making a second one of those. Yikes! That's coming. Yikes, out. indeed. Wow. Ugh. So I have a little little tiny bit of news. Yo. Josh Kane, did you see the new Cars 3 trailer? So let's go ahead and go into our topic. <laughs> we watched. You're a one-trick pony, dude. You try and do that every time. One-trick pony. You're a one-trick My Little Pony. Aw. Which one? Name one. I blew one on your shelf behind you. No, that's not one. I can't remember any of their names. Something like Pinkie Pie. There you go. Yes. <laughs> For whatever reason, everybody remembers Pinkie Pie. Because it's a silly name. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Cars 3. They came out with a new teaser trailer. Absolutely nothing else is revealed. Just a little bit more footage of pretty much of the race where lightning crashes. It might include footage of other races too, but you can't differentiate at this point. And then there's one shot of him racing along a beach, which looked really cool. But it's more the same, but I was tickled pink <laughs> to uh, <laughs> uh, see a little bit more footage. I'm dying for this movie to come out. As you know, it's my movie of 2017. There's nothing I'm more excited about than Your Cars name. 3. No. Your name really? would be second or third. Probably second. Yeah, second. But Cars 3 is, is the one for me this year. Man, oh, man. And I hope it lives up to the hype because it. I'm like – putting my life on this movie man it, it's just like all i can think about did you put your life on cars too um a little bit like it wasn't and did you die a little inside? as much because they made that one pretty apparent what it was going to be i feel like they're going to leave us a little bit they haven't hanging. given us a whole whole bunch for this one right I and i the like cars two stuff and they were like boo, 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 look they're spies now and yeah they made a fart joke and blah 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 <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, uh, that was released uh, during the NASCAR event that happened this last mm. weekend. And uh, the cars and, like, Owen Wilson and other people involved in the franchise are, like, going to be at a bunch of NASCAR events throughout this year to kind of promote it. And um, what I heard from, actually, from our friends over at Cloud City Cast, I was just about to bring up Cloud City Yeah, Cast. Um, they're Tell really good about – they're better at the news than we are. They're, they're aces at the news. And well, um, they ha- kind of have to be. That's what they are now. Yeah, that's true. They, they that's news, true. And it's great. Um, and anyway, they were talking about how at these NASCAR events, they're actually going to get some of the first releases of the Cars 3 merchandise, which is kind of sweet. It'd are be gonna, awesome are if you're going to drive down to, you know, Talladega and get, you know, some car swag. Where's Talladega? Isn't that like in Tennessee or oh. something? Or Alabama. We don't know where Talladega is. I watched Talladega Nights, but I, know. I don't remember them saying what <laughs> Somewhere state they in the were south. In. Um, I mean, I've the always kind of wanted to go to a uh, NASCAR race, but I never have. I hear they're loud. I hear they're very loud. You wear earplugs. And they're long, too. Yeah. And you can't fast forward to the crashes. That's true, too. Or look too. it up on YouTube the next day. No, you can still do that. I mean, I guess you can. <laughs> No, they're like, no, you wait, you can't go. You bought a ticket. You don't, you don't have access. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. Ready to so, yeah, start I think this we're puppy? done with the news. Let's go into March to the Stars. 
Okay, I'm not going anymore. <laughs> awesome. So this is our first episode of our first ever science fiction month. And I'm totally pumped. So as you all should know, we watched Wally tonight. We should have waited and watched Padma Invert. <laughs> oh, that would have been perfect for this month. But and we didn't think about that. Yeah, we hadn't figured out that we wanted to do a sci-fi month yet. But yeah, that's among my very favorite science fiction movies, r- animated or otherwise. That It was man, such a good movie. But we're not here to talk about Padma. We're here to talk about Pixar's Wally from 2008. I can't believe this movie is almost 10 years old already. This movie came out when I graduated. That's crazy to me on several levels. Yeah, because you graduated in like 1914. Yes. Um, I graduated early. Um, I was slated to graduate in 1915, but I'm super smart. (laughs) Anyway, so, man, Wally is such an interesting movie for a company like pixar to put out and you know disney pixar their core audience of all of their animated works is kids like that's their core audience now they've always been really good at appealing to parents too because they know it's the parents that are gonna have to buy these tickets and take their kids to these movies so they always do things that appeal to the parents too there's always jokes that go over the kids heads that are just there for the parents and references and things like that and I think this movie takes that idea almost as far as you can go because I remember sitting in the theater the very first time and when that first, I don't know, 20 to 25 minutes goes by and not a single character in the movie has a word of dialogue, it's all just noises. You see clips of Hello Dolly and some advertisements, but no character in the movie speaks. Fred Willard talks a lot. Right. That's what I'm saying. You see like advertisements and things like that, but he's not really a character in the story. He's kind of flashbacks almost because it's like pre-recorded stuff. I did like the the blend of, see, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. The blend of the, uh, like the live action elements. Yeah. Like that. It works good when it's just one of them, but when they were showing like when like on the cruise like the advertisement of the axiom yeah and, yeah and there was like the real life people and there was like the robots and it was mm-hmm. like that doesn't really look good yeah it was a it, it was an interesting it was, choice that was too far of a stretch yeah if they would have you know attempted to make you know real life versions of those robots mm-hmm. just kind of like as a prop or whatever i think that would have gone over better in those scenes just because they didn't fit at all or do you actually wish they would have just animated those human characters no i i liked it really like okay because then if you would have just had hello dolly you would have to animate hello dolly that's true that would have been that's true i i agree with that it it, to me you think they wanted to and they were like screw it no i don't think so i think they made very conscious decisions uh with i think hello dolly played into it um because you have to have something similar and you know they they really wanted to show this kind of not evolution but devolution of or de-evolution of of the human race on these spaceships in space and you know they show that one kind of moment that the captain is looking at all the former captain's pictures Mm -hmm. he looks at that first one and it just looks like a photograph of a guy a real human guy and then then they get more and more cartoony along the way and then it turns into the picture of him and, you know, it's weird. They they went through several iterations of what the people would look like on this ship. 
And when they began, it was way out there, like the end of time machine out there. And all of the, well, all of the humans had devolved into these gelatinous, like green blobs. And they were basically just blobs of goo. That's all they were. And then eventually they started like adding eyes and, and limbs and things like that. They eventually landed on what we see now, which is just really plump, fat, baby-like humans. And they didn't want them to be like adult obese. They wanted them to be like baby obese. So you you notice they're like they're like that overstuffed baby look, yeah. where it's like soft, pale skin, and it's not like you know flabby and like adulty. You know, there's a different kind of chubbiness to a baby than a large human being that's an adult. And, you know, so they went down that road where they wanted to really push that idea of, I mean, they're just big babies in space. They have to be, they're in these like little automated cradles, basically that give them everything they need. You want one, don't you? No, I have a question. <laughs> what? Where did the babies come from? I had that same yeah. question. Cause, I'm cause assuming we, we Petri dish. I'm we assuming. Should do a, we should do an episode. Because we've had questions like that. Yes. Like with Disney and animated stuff. Like, yes. how did this happen? Okay. Should we do that as like a top five or should we do it as like a discussion? Ooh, that should be a discussion because there's... Okay. Maybe we pick like two or three that we just hash that out. we just need to know. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good one. I'm going to write it down so we don't forget it. Um, vamp, Josh. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I had seen this movie like when it came out in 2008 because I think... If I remember correctly, a whole bunch of guys, because that was still back when I lived in Shawnee, and the majority of my class had not, you know, escaped. Is that the yet. sprawling metropolis of Shawnee in yeah, Oklahoma? Yeah, Shawnee, uh, beautiful Shawnee, Oklahoma, population <laughs> around 30,000. Are they that big? Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised by it's that. It's a big town. Okay. <laughs> says the guy off, living in a small cause it, town. Because it's off the highway. That's yeah. why it's a big mm, town. Yeah. If, you're on, if, if you live on the highway... Oh, You're yeah. good. If you live away from a highway, it's mm-hmm. usually smaller towns. I know. I know. I Like the I, coast. That's why all the people live in the coasts and not, you know, inside. Right. Yeah. That's why Radi- like Radiator Springs is so small and dying because the freeway bypassed it. Yeah, yeah and it's dying because all the people there suck. <sighs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah, there. I remember seeing this with, uh, <laughs> with my class, like with, you know, a couple of people from my class. But mm-hmm. and that was the last time that I saw this movie. I saw it in theaters. And then that was it. Did you enjoy it back then? I probably not. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those like, okay, yeah, Wally, yeah, it's a cute little robot. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's all I got out of that movie. That's hilarious. I mean, I, I don't think back in 08 I was as much of a feel guy as I am now. Oh, okay. Because like towards the end of the movie, like, at the end of the movie when you know uh, Eve's trying to you know wake Wally up. Yeah. I, I kind of got me a little bit, and I was like, <laughs> oh, the feels. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, so the live action choice was very interesting. It's the first and only time they've done that in a Pixar film. And I, to me, it works for the most part. Uh, there are moments, like you said, that it kind of catapults well, me it, out of it. Well, it's just, they just tried to do too much. If they hadn't put the robots in there, that whole bit would have been fine. But they mm-hmm. did the robots and it looked yeah. weird. Because, like, when Grandma's on the chair thing, that's that's not like a <laughs> Pixar chair. It looked like a real chair. Just get props, yeah, animatronics. Yeah. That's why Jurassic Park still looks fantastic. And, Jurassic Park is fantastic. And you know what else still looks fantastic? I know you don't like the movie. Starship Troopers. Here's the thing. <laughs> we'll watch it. It still looks really, really good. Yeah? 
Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll after well, we're done. Well, because you know I didn't we'll think it looked it. good when it came out. Yeah, but I mean, you shut up. So it looks that same quality. Yeah. Okay. But it looks better than anything else that came out in, what was that, 2002? I have no, I uh, no recollection I of when that, that came out. I just know that it's the best movie because Casper Van Dien. <laughs> and Neil Patrick Harris. You're a hardcore Casper Van Dien. I am a Casper Van Dien. <laughs> That's amazing. Thanks to Rooster Teeth for that awesome totally. short. <laughs> so one of the cool things about Wally um, is it was – it sprung out of what has become this legendary lunch meeting that happened between four people at Pixar. Basically, it's the Mount Rushmore of John Pixar. John Lasseter. Yes. Do you know anybody else? Fred DuPont. No. Martina McBride. No. And Peter Gabriel. Oh, you're so close. You, one of them is named Pete. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I'll give you a point for that. Pete Holmes. So the director of this movie, Andrew Stanton, and John Lasseter, like you said, and Pete Doctor, and then um, the late Joe Ranft were all at this lunch. This is, this is basically near the end of t- the Toy Story production. So things were finally coming to a close with Toy Story, their very first feature, and they were planning – their next movies, their future movies. They were getting ideas out. At that meeting is when they spawned the ideas for A Bug's Life, which was their second movie, Monsters, Inc., and Finding Nemo. And then finally they came up with the idea for Wally. So they came up with all of those How at this long was one this lunch? lunch meeting. And it's kind of like one of those moments in history where just everything in the creative you know, mindset for them was just on fire and they were just coming up with all these great ideas. And, you know, some of those they worked on for many, many years and Wally being the one that they worked on the longest because that was in 95 when they had that meeting. And this didn't come out until 2008. So it's a long period of time. And, you know, this one went through so many iterations. Like I told you about the the people looking so different. And they had different ideas about why the humans left. And they had different ideas about what would come down to Earth. And it would be aliens or it would be this, that, and the other. And, you know, it went through a lot of iterations until it kind of landed on this idea that Wally should fall in love. And... Which is something robots don't tend to do. Which makes it all the more endearing because you it's just neat to kind of believe that these robots can have feelings for each other. It's just it's totally cute. For me, this is Pixar's greatest love story. Like they don't do a lot of romance and Bug's Life was pretty good. Yeah, there's some romance there. I mean there's some romance between Lightning McQueen and Sally and Cars and there's some Romance between Mike Wazowski and Cecilia, and I mean, there's there's little bits here, is. but none of those are a main storyline. They're they're never the main storyline. And this one, the main storyline is Wally falling in love with Eve at first sight, and then her slowly falling in love with him over the course of the movie, and then the happy ending. Yeah. So I I just think it's beautiful, and I I really like it. And it's impressive because so much of the acting is just done physically because they have supremely limited dialogue. And during the production, they studied silent films. They especially studied Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton, you know, the great comedic film stars of the silent era. 
and that was a genius move because it showed them how expressive and emotional and just gripping you can be just by doing poses and faces and things like that. Well, going off of that, I think there were like for me there were too many little fall gags. I mean, they used a lot of that. They like, used a lot. I mean, like I said, they went after a Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton kind of thing and. That's kind of what this movie is in a lot of ways. It's to me, it's a little more Buster than it is Charlie, but you know, yeah, because Charlie was more situational. Yeah, I mean, I just I felt more emotion out of Buster Keaton, and I find Wally very emotional. So I I, I feel yeah, like it's more it is Buster. it is interesting how they can you know what they can emote without with just two eyes. Yeah. And I feel like... But, well, no, I guess he did have his hands and, you know, he has his neck and his little yeah. box thing. But, I mean, it's just really interesting. She had even with... less, but you can you could tell what she was going Hers through the whole like time. Hers was, like, almost all eyes. Yeah. Like, just, like, little pixels, and that mm-hmm. was it. Yeah. And I, I, I just thought that was magic. And I felt they did such a good job with it that I never questioned what he or Eve was feeling or thinking the entire movie. I felt like I knew exactly what they were going through in every moment. And that's impressive to me. That's really good animation and it's really good acting in animation. And that's kind of what animators have to be. They have to be actors because they're making these characters act. And man, they did a fantastic job with that. Because let's see, what what did all did Wally say? It was like Eve... Mm-hmm. Directive and his own plant. name. He said Wally, Wally and he said plant. And plant. And that's about it, right? Um, and then the rest was just yeah, kind of noises. Yeah, like, uh, and the like, same I thing. I think with... he called the cockroach something, but I couldn't tell what it was. Oh, he, t- he talks to uh, Mo. Yeah, he talks Hello. to Mo. Yeah, he says yeah. Mo. I like Mo. <laughs> Mo was great. <laughs> that scene where Wally does the little skid mark to see him clean and it up, like, and then he skid marks his face. <laughs> That cracks me up. I think this movie is hilarious. I mean, I was laughing throughout. It, it was it was really good. I had forgotten how funny it was. It's been a couple of years since I've seen it. And I'm not le- like you. I don't have the steel trap. So I can come back to a movie and be completely surprised by it again. And that happened to me tonight. I was cracking up, man. It was... That's a funny movie. When I think of it, I think of it as this very quiet, solitary Yeah, I, I think that's what I was movie. thinking of. But I had forgotten how much personality and humor is in it. And, you know, it's, it's so good. It's just really well done. Um, Here's a question. Have, have we done a Pixar movie? Uh, surely we have, right? We, ha- to we had to have done a Pixar movie. You talk. So say, okay. say your thing. Okay. Um, did you happen to notice that? Um, I like how I say say your thing, like like a vamp thing, and, yeah. like, and then you're asking me questions. Right. When the president, the the head of by and large, Fred Willard, Fred Willard yes, um, makes the. <laughs> it's, it's just Fred Willard. It's like, issues, why? It's I mean, Aslo. <laughs> issues that final directive of A113. Did you catch that? A113? Yeah. Uh, no, but I caught a lot of the Star Wars sounds. Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that in a minute, too. But um, do you know what the significance of A113 is in Pixar World? Well, in Disney World in general? In Pixar World. I don't know. You read a lot of stuff, um, so. April 1st, 1913 is when Walt Disney was born. No. Oh. That is not correct. 
You're not a you're not a mile off, but you're like a half mile off. Okay, wait. Um, <laughs> so, oh, Moana. Uh, Mo- oh yeah, we did Moana. Um, where was I? A one one three. Pixar, in my world, there may be some anime things that are that would beat it, but in my world, Pixar is the king of Easter eggs. They put Easter eggs in every single one of their movies, and their websites and YouTube videos just galore just identifying easter eggs in all their movies well there are two easter eggs that i know of that are in every single one of their movies one of them is a113 that number shows up in every single one the significance of that is that is the classroom number of the animation class at cal arts institute that most artists out of the most animators in california come out of that's the school that disney started so that's in every one of them. Like it's the so license plate. It's the yeah, exactly. It's the license plate of the Pizza Planet delivery truck in Toy Story. The Pizza Planet truck is the other Easter egg that is in every single Pixar movie. Yeah, did you was, spot it tonight? Yeah, it's in the garbage. You got it. Uh, Eve is well, scanning. I had, I had, it's one of I the had, first things she I had scans. Seen that. Yeah, and it's yeah. in every single one. The only other th- single thing that I know is in every pixar movie to date is the voice of john ratzenberger Mm -hmm. he's a voice actor in every single one so far bonnie hunt is in almost all of them but bonnie hunt was in zootopia ratzenberger is in all of them congrats to zootopia by the way oh yeah i think we talked about that already did we no no, we didn't because our last one we recorded before the oscars congrats to zootopia yeah we can pause and congrats it's one of those you know we we knew it was gonna win anyway (laughs) <laughs> we had a pretty good feeling it would, but you never know when it comes down to those things that are voted yeah, on like or judged. Yeah, like Land won and then Moonlight won. Oh, gosh. Man, what a flub. Was, uh, I can't remember, uh, the movie uh, with the kid who goes back and goes to the future to... Are you asking me about a movie that came out this year? No, no, no. no. Uh, oh. There's a dinosaur who goes back to the... He goes to the future. His parents are there. His parents are there. Yeah. He meets his wife and like his kid comes back to bring him back oh you're talking about meet the robinsons yeah I mean, is that pixar no that's disney, that's disney? okay yeah. yeah then we've done i thought moana. you were talking about like a real live no, no, no. movie no uh, we did okay. moana that's our only pixar yeah. movie we've done until today yeah so you guys um should definitely tune into our friends cloud city cast podcast um they're an awesome uh nerdy podcast like we are uh they talk disney they talk star wars they talk marvel they're awesome. They're on three times a week, and they're very entertaining. I religiously listen to them. And anyway, we had a little bet going with them if you haven't been up on things, and we won it. So they're going to have to do some change-up episodes um, as their payment. Is it payment for losing the bet? Sure. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, go So go I'm check, excited. Go check, check, check out them out to Monday, hear what they're going to do. Yeah, their Monday or their whatever their I, Monday was. I, was it their Marvel Monday or it was, was their it Marvel their Monday. Walt Wednesday? It was, it was their yeah, Monday. that's right. It was Marvel that they talked about it. So you can listen to them and uh, tell you what they're going to do. We're going to be on one of them, I think, with them as co-hosts. I think we're going to be on the uh, the Star Trek one. Sweet. Yeah, I'm excited because they're 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 fun. They're a fun couple, and I think they're going to do some really cool things with it. So I'm excited. It's going to be great. Anyway, back to Wally. 
What were we talking about when we got distracted? Um, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, the Easter eggs. All the Easter eggs. So I, I ended on John Ratzenberger. So the music in this. I mean, we start mm-hmm. off with, you know, Hello, Dolly. Mm-hmm. And really, there's not really a lot afterwards other than Peter yeah there's Gabriel. the louis armstrong song okay yeah but then there. then that's about and it and then it's mostly score you know he did the music Mm-mm. it was um, a guy named thomas newman who was actually the cousin of randy newman who of course did the music for toy story and like 10 other randy newman. like 10 other uh pixar films so it's it's an interesting little connection there you mentioned star wars the guy okay i'm not i'm gonna look for his name while i talk about this well, the, I mean, the like, guy they, they who did they sounded like pit droids well the guy who did r2d2 for revenge of the sith is the guy that they brought in to do this to do like the sounds for, for wally. wally yeah so um i can imagine that that a person would hear a lot of star wars similarity uh ben burt i think is his name yeah ben burt so he basically, the story goes that after Revenge of the Sith, he told his wife, I'm never doing a movie with robots again. But then Pixar came to him and they told him the story of this robot that falls in love. And he's like, I'm in. Like instantly. Like he was like, yep, I'm in. in. Okay. <laughs> so I thought that was cool. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like you enjoyed it, Josh. Yeah, I did. That's good. It's a love story. It's that got robots. Only, it's science see, fiction. Really, it's got I space. I, I don't care too much for like robots are just kind of there. Like everyone loses their minds over R two and three PO, and I'm like, whatever. This is robots. <laughs> Who cares? That's hilarious. I mean, I, I mean, think I'm sure if I had a robot, I'd be like, cool. Look at my robot. Yeah, and I'd be like, proud <laughs> off. But I mean, like, that's not my robot. It's yeah. George Lucas's robot, and I don't care about it. Hmm. But these robots do a cool space dance. It's like the best date ever. Yeah, they, they fly around. They're so adorable. Do some cool stuff. Uh, what do you think about the animation? Because I think the animation is top notch. I think even... I don't know, it on DVD. You're so lame. Even today, it it holds up. It is one of the yeah, most well-textured, well-lit, really well-designed movies they've done. And I had forgotten how supreme the animation is in it. And it's... Right now, I would probably put it as... Oh, gosh. I mean, it's probably in the top five as far as Disney and Pixar, as far as just animation quality. Really freaking good. I loved it. Uh, the music was great. The story was amazing. Characters are delightful. I, this is a total win for me. Like, I, I really dig it. You want to go ahead and rate it? Yeah, I'm going to give it four dippers. Four dippers. Yeah. High praise for a Pixar movie. The highest Pixar movie I like I've it. ever rated. Would you say it's your favorite Pixar movie? I want to watch A Bug's Life again. Oh, good pick. I love A Bug's Life. <laughs> that's funny, that too. That one, that's the only, I, I can say with certainty, mm-hmm. that is the only Pixar movie I've watched multiple times. Oh, really? Like, well, actually now decided, you've watched well, Wally no, twice. I know, but like, Before not, this? not for, you know, I mean, for enjoyment, for oh, fun. Oh, by choice. Yes, Got it. I've okay. watched, yeah. Cool. Well, um, my rating is high as well. This one gets five Jiminy Crickets from me. It's it's a perfect movie. Well, like Pixar, there's Pixar very little. Well, hey, there are Pixar movies that would not get anywhere near a Moana five for me. Get a five. What? Moana didn't get a five. She got a three. Well, that's not she Pixar, a... but yeah, isn't it? No, it's Disney. I thought that was Pixar was Moana's first. Or Moana was Disney no. Pixar's first. No. What was Pixar's first Disney princess? That was Brave. 
Oh. Brave. Oops. Which is a definite five. Then we haven't done any Pixar movies. Oh yeah, you said Moana was. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. I didn't. I didn't catch that's you on that earlier. I know about Pixar. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't All catch you on time, that earlier. <laughs> I thought Pixar was Moana, and I was no. giving Pixar uh-uh. props. Last year's Pixar movie was Finding Dory. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we did do Finding Dory. We did a cartoon cafe, and I think we yep. gave it a. That's what we did. Did we give it a three? I think. Give it middle of the pack. Yeah. Something that we I gave it a two again. or three. I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it again, but yeah. You know me, still trapped. Yeah. Don't have to see it. Know how it went. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, dude. You want to do a top five? And now for another time. Okay, now we'll let Jeff do it. Sweet. And now for another top five. Oh. Because we were talking a lot about, you know, five old men on a park bench. <laughs> and you know lunch at tiffany's or something like that so I was like, maybe it. get away from what that about breakfast at tiffany's and i said what about breakfast at tiffany's and i think i remember the film yeah i was i was waiting so for uh, you're not gonna leave <laughs> no that yeah in. we're gonna leave oh breakfast at tiffany's in terrible so um for this top five, we decided to do our top five animated sci-fi characters. That's correct. And that could be cartoons, anime, stop motion. And I think we're going to... Re- are there any It's going to reveal motion? our... Yes, there this, is. Oh, uh, like what? A Grand Day Out, Wallace and Gromit. They build a rocket and they fly to the moon. Science fiction. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite things ever. Gromit, we've forgotten the crackers. <laughs> oh, why don't you love them? They're so good. So, so you're up first. first yeah. Yep, you're up first. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. So Josh cheated. <laughs> Josh never cheats. So <laughs> you're going to have 25 people on this, no, aren't you? No. Uh, maybe. So for my number five, I went with Rick and Morty. From Rick and Morty. I don't know that show. That's all right. You don't got to know Rick and Morty. I don't. Rick and Morty is hilarious. It's on your top five. I want to know what it yeah. is. I would have to show you Rick and Morty. Is it like a Nickelodeon show? No, or is it's, it a, a... it's an Adult Swim show. Oh, so, gotcha. Yeah. <gasps> I just thought of another character. Oh, look at that. Um, but yeah, it's basically... Um, well, originally, what it was originally was a spoof of Back to the Future. Where you have this boy and this old man, and you know the, the old man takes him through you know different stuff. So it was mm-hmm. it was basically a spoof of Back to the Future. Okay. But then they were like, let's make them related because that seems better than this random high school teenager who just hangs around with this you know old nuclear physicist guy. So if okay. we make them related, it seems a little bit better. Okay, got it. But yeah, they go on like all sorts of like crazy, crazy stuff. Kind of like, you know, Adventure Time-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but Alex Hirsch, uh, Hirsch, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure, I can't remember what it was. Like, he, they know each other. Oh, okay. Um, like it's the, so he didn't work on that show at all. Um, I don't know. I know he's been a guest voice on the show. Mm-hmm. And 
I cannot remember his name for the life of me. But hmm. you know the uh, Blendon Blandon from Gravity yeah. Falls? Mm-hmm. He is... He's the guy that does Rick and Morty. Yes. Got it. So, yeah, they have like that connection there. But, nice. yeah, it's... And there's also another connection between Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty. Um, remember when Stan turns on the... Uh, the big portal, the big stargate in the basement, yes, yes. and he has a cup, or he has a mug, and it mm-hmm. flow goes into the uh-huh. void. Yeah. Fun fact: in Rick and Morty, <laughs> this is months before that episode aired. Mm-hmm. Rick and Morty are going through, like they're being chased, and it's like this uh, place, and there's a whole bunch of these same portals all over the place, mm-hmm. and you see the pencil, the paper. And the mug float through one of the scenes. <laughs> so awesome. Rick and Morty and Gravity Falls, <laughs> kind of same universe as. Wow. But yeah, that premiered like or at least parallel universe. Yeah, I mean that premiered months and months before the Gravity Falls episode. Wow, well, they took so their time with that last season. Uh, yeah, this it is kind of came out in drips and drabs. This is very true. So, yeah, nice. But yeah, so yeah, I go Rick and Morty my number five. I like it. All right, my number five is a movie that you revealed on the last episode that you don't like, and that I don't, I don't understand. It's from the Iron Giant. Oh. It is none other than the Iron Giant, who is one of the coolest, most impressive robot characters in an animated film. That's another example of um, a oh, okay. That is very Back to the Future. He's showing yes. me a picture of Rick and Morty right now. That's so funny. it's very. I mean, the Iron Giant is kind of in the same line as Wally. You know, it's this very emotional connection with a robot. Of course, it's humans and, and one robot, but the idea that they can create a human emotional response to a robot is impressive. And that was directed by another uh, Pixar director, Brad Bird. He's amazing. And now back to you, Josh. All right. So for my number four, see, <laughs> looking I was, at your I'm, phone. I'm pulling pictures up oh, okay. because it's easier when I tell you, so that way you can, okay. you know, have a visual. Sure. Um, for my number four, I went. I delved into the world of anime, and I went with uh, Shinya Kogami from Psychopaths. Okay. Who is voiced by Robert oh. McCollum? He's who pretty cool. Looking. Is one of our anime Sweet. guests. Yeah. So what's science fiction about it? Because he looks like. It's basically Minority Report. Oh, yeah, okay. The whole show is basically Minority Report. All right. Is it better than Minority Report? It's way better than Minority. It wouldn't take Report. much. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, even even like there's a a central thing, like a central intelligence mm-hmm. that you know tells them what to do and basically tells these crime coefficients and everything like that. Mm-hmm. They have that exact same thing in Psychopaths. Nice. It's it's fantastic. It's a great anime. That's cool. It's a must watch. And it's super sci-fi. Awesome. Like, it's ridiculous. I like that. I like that a lot. Sounds good. How long is that series? Uh, two seasons and a movie. Uh, hmm, and I think they're totally 24 doable. episodes each season. Okay. So that's not bad. you've basically got 48 episodes and a movie. So I would say 51, 52 episodes okay. total. Nice. All right, my number four. When I think science fiction, one of the first things that comes to my mind is none other than Star Wars. So okay. from Clone Wars, the Gendi Tartakovsky micro series, 
I'm going with Mace, Mace Windu. Windu. He yeah. is so BA in that series. There's just that one, just episode, the, just the one episode where he's in the <laughs> desert and just taking on those guys. And there's that huge, like, I don't know what it is, that big hydraulic stamper yeah. ship that's just taking out huge swaths of the battleground. And he's just in the midst of that. Oh, it's amazing. He He's he's my favorite thing that happens in that whole show. And that just for that episode alone, really, he's my, my favorite character in that series. So, yeah, he's my number four. Nice. And he's got the purple lightsaber. It's so yeah, cool. The lightsaber is pretty dope. <laughs> um, I'm going to show you this is my number three. Okay. Oh, good My number pick. three, I went with Spike good Spiegel pick. from good Cowboy pick. Bebop. You know, I'm going to admit something here. I forgot about Bebop. Dude. <laughs> I know. Really? I'm putting him on my honorable mentions he's now. He's a rhinestone cowboy. I don't know if he'd make my top five, though, but he's going on my honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, I can't even, there's really no, why even bother? Just, it's Spike. It's Spike Spiegel. Yeah. There's no. If that doesn't mean anything to you people, you need to go watch Cowboy Bebop. It is incredible. The show and the movie. Stephen Bloom, I believe, is the voice actor. Of Spike? In the American, yes. Mm-hmm. He's he's awesome, whoever it is. I'm not sure. So what do you got for your three? All right, so my three is tonight's title character, Wally. I think Wally is one of the most well-rounded, um, well-acted, well-animated characters in the Pixar canon. And I'm impressed every single time I see this movie about how much I get out of that character that says, like we said, four or five words in the entire movie. Spectacular. So I love him. He's the star-crossed lover, and he's a robot. It doesn't make sense, but it makes perfect sense. That's my number three. Nice. So for my number two, before we get into the honorable mentions, I went with a video game character. Ooh, interesting. I went with uh, Commander Shepard from the Mass Effect series, mainly because... I didn't consider video games either. Yeah. So mainly because you are Commander Shepard. Uh-huh. So you are the main character. So you have all of these choices mm-hmm. that you have to make. So you do that in the first one. Way more choices in the second one. The second one's ridiculous. Yeah. And then you have the same uh, – you have a good amount of choices in the third one as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did not like that game. I loved that game. I enjoyed but the I, first I'm, one, and I wanted to play through the series, but yeah. I just don't have time. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the new one comes out, Andromeda comes out in, like, it's really two good weeks, sci-fi. But What's the name of his ship? The Normandy. That is such a cool ship, dude. Yeah. I love it's the Normandy. BA. It's a cool design. Can we say B.A. or can we just say can we just say it? Just say B.A. So, oh, okay. I thought you were going to let me say the other one. Like, oh. That's yeah, hilarious. So Commander Shepard, yes. I mean, you Excellent can do pick. all kinds of stuff. And, you know who you know, I would – I'm not going to throw it on here, but you know who I would have picked if I would have thought of video games? Which is the character in Gears of War? I can't remember his name. Marcus the character Phoenix. that dies. Dom. Not Marcus. Dom. That's my oh, character, man. All the poor and, stuff that happens oh, to Dom. <laughs> such a tragic story. But yeah, he'd be my pick if I did a video game character. You know, but, and that I, that that has some pretty good animation in yes. it. That series, it's really good. Um, you know, since I bought that Xbox One S, mm-hmm. we do have Gears of War one, two, three, three and a half, and four. The three and a half was the coal backstory, was yes. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Coal train. Coal train. Um, so we, I've got all of them. We yeah. should totally run through them. 
at would, least the first one, and to. they get to like you have that really cool story. Maybe, scene. maybe maybe we should take like a staycation and take like three or four days off, dude, or like two days off and a weekend, and just like I am. Re- I did whenever you want. It. Whenever you want, I got time. <laughs> whenever you want to do it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I like it. Uh, all right, let me do my number two, and then we'll do the honorable mentions. Nice. So my number two is a villain from a Disney science fiction movie, which you mentioned just a short while ago. Meet the Robinsons. Okay. Bowler hat guy, Michael Goob. Well, bowler Bogubian. hat not. But bo- words, bowler hat guy is not really the villain. Well, he's the it's hapless the villain, and it's the hat that's really in control. Yes, but. The character bowler is Bowler Hat Guy. He's, He's hilarious. Amazing. He's awesome. Yeah. If only I could grow up to be Bowler Hat Guy. <laughs> hey, there's still time. <laughs> you start working on that mustache now. <laughs> yeah. I it. bought a bowler hat. You can use it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so to me, that's a wonderful science fiction movie. That is a very good And pick. yeah, Bowler Hat Guy is my number two. All right. So honorable mentions. Do you want to go ahead and do your honorable mentions? Sure. Do you have a ton? No, but I got to look one up. Okay, cool. I'll do mine. So I, I had to pick a character from Disney's Atlantis, which is another science fiction movie we talked about on one of our episodes. I'm going with Vinny, the um, demolitions guy, Italian guy. Uh, I consider Big Hero 6 a sci-fi movie, and my favorite character in that is Gogo. So Gogo gets an honorable mention. But um, what about Tadashi? Uh, Tadashi is here. Uh, (laughs) sorry uh from a movie we're going to talk about at the end of march to the stars treasure planet i'm going with john silver the cyborg the cat nah i like john silver in that um i think of wreck it ralph as a sci-fi movie because it's it's a science fiction in that it's sentient video game characters that are like programs running around inside their own world so ralph is my pick from that i thought you were gonna choose jane lynch it was either going to be Ralph or Vanellope, but Ralph is really my favorite character in that movie. Um, Chuck, the astronaut from Planet 51. Oh, so, The Rock? Yes, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. He is amazing in that movie, uh, just as he is in Moana. But uh, that's a movie that I don't think a lot of people know of, but it's really, really good. It was on our short list to yeah, do this month. So we'll save it for next March. Or we'll do it sometime in between. Who knows? Because, yeah, we, we had chose between, like, it was it was uh, Mars Needs Moms, mm-hmm. uh, Planet, 51, Planet 51, and uh, There was one other one, one that I thought was. I think we bumped something and moved Met- uh, Metropolis up. Yeah. Because Metropolis was supposed to oh, be. Oh, it was something that we moved to anime because you wanted it more in anime than you did in the sci-fi month. Was it Summer Wars? I think it may have been Summer Wars. I think yeah, so, I think yeah. I think so. Spoiler, Summer Wars. <laughs> That's all right. So the one that I thought of while we were talking was Fry from F- Futurama. Futurama. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's good. Great, That's good. Great science fiction show. And then I'm, I'm throwing Spike Spiegel in there, too, because nice, nice. he's the man. So uh, my honorable mentions... Uh, not terribly long. I went with uh, Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars. Okay, excellent. Um, Duo Maxwell from Gundam Wing. Okay. The best of the Gundam pilots. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, Fry and Bender from Futurama. <laughs> nice. I had those in there. Uh, and I also went with Samurai Jack. Oh, so good. Good mention. Himself. Good I mention. I wonder where he is. I wonder where he is on yours. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, but yeah, there, there were others that uh, Makoto Misaka from yeah. a Certain Scientific Railgun. Yeah. And certain magical index. She would have been on there. 
she's on the short list, but decided, nice. you know, she didn't quite make the cut. Mm-hmm. But you know who did make the cut? My who? number one. Mm-hmm. This character right here. Does she look familiar? Um, not really. Okay. I mean, in that she looks like a lot of other anime She looks like a lot of characters. anime girls. How She about... looks really cute. Uh, is it a sailor? No. Oh, okay. That is uh, Asuka langley Sorhu from Neon oh. Genesis Evangelion. Ah, okay. It's been so long since I watched that. and I The just second child? Don't remember much of I it. I believe. I believe she's the second child. Yeah, that's what she looked like when she was on TV. I was actually wondering if you'd pick somebody from Evangelion. Evangelion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that show. Plus, I yeah. love Asuka. Asuka's the best. It, yeah. Those people that are like Ray's the best, get out of here. She's, Ray is, <laughs> that's what I think of Ray. Jeez. Just through that. He's wrecking Rapunzel's tower up here. I know. You know. <laughs> it's on lease. Oh, okay. We've got renter's insurance. It's very wobbly up here. Is it? Oh, in the tower? In the yeah, tower. it totally is. It's wobbling right now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I blew it. Sorry. All right. So, speaking of MTV references, my number one pick for sci fi characters in animation, none other than Samurai Jack. What? Samurai Lost in Time. Well, you, you straight up told me it was going to be Samurai Jack yeah. when you did the planning you, meeting. You, you like, knew it was going to be Samurai Jack. Yeah. Like, oh, mm-hmm. thanks. I know. I know. Yeah. And knowing's half the battle. That is one of my all time favorite animated shows and i mean probably if we're talking about tv shows it probably is my favorite animated tv show and one of my favorite animations ever so he's awesome and if you guys haven't seen samurai jack to give it a try it's so good new season comes on soon this yeah, month it's I believe. pretty soon new, i yeah, think I yeah it's march so i'm sure i'll like have to, to wait more. for it to come out to be able to see it because i don't have tv service unless it happens to hit hulu like in a delay situation well or something like no that. but cartoon network does stream their stuff so on, on their website yeah like at like the next day or something uh it's like the next couple days but okay. still you can still stream it i'd be down for that like that's how i finished uh gundam iron-blooded orphans okay cause... well that's how i originally saw star wars clone wars was just on their website yeah. they they released it between their shows and then i think it was the next day they'd put it up on their website so. i'm sure they do the same thing still but yeah, yeah that, that's i mean that's how i watched that so sweet yeah that's probably oh, where i'm gonna watch it i like it but I, I you have the you have the original series right i have the whole thing okay, i own I, it I, I, would so like to, I would like to watch that again before the new series comes out cool. i know toonami's been playing them mm-hmm. again so like oh, they've cool. been you know remastered in hd yeah they're fantastic all that jazz super fantastic which i don't think you would need to do that much for it i mean it's very stylized so yeah. i mean it, it doesn't look it's like, not it does, like i don't think you it would need super high-end much. graphics no. on that yeah it's a very flat stylized show so so josh i want to talk a little bit about audience appreciation april okay um, we had a lot of people give us their suggestions throughout the last month, and we Your thank phone you guys. Is going crazy! So I put it in my, my pocket. It, the, there's a jazz game on right no, now, a... so I'm getting jazz tweets. You know, basketball stuff. Is it jazz? That's for another pod- is it, podcast. Is a jazz tweet when someone tweets out with jazz fingers? They're like, <laughs> so it's like, good job, but they with like 17 other letters. Jazz hands. That would be cool. That no. like that needs to be. We need to email Apple and be like, hey. <laughs> Next time, like for your little emote things, jazz hands. Jazz hands. And they actually move. Yeah. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Anyway, audience appreciation April. 
Uh, I, I just want to say thanks to everybody who participated and gave us your suggestions over the last month. We got a lot of good suggestions for things for us to watch and review in April. We, we didn't no, we didn't. And then we got a lot of really cool top five suggestions, I thought. So uh, we're going to be compiling those and choosing um, this weekend. So we may start to reveal those over the next few weeks. And then we've also started pulling together our prize package. So we're not going to reveal anything yet. But guys, it's going to be epic. It's going to be a really good prize package. So you'll want to participate. And this month, we're going to give you a few more chances to get um, chances for the drawing. What, yeah. what would you say there? More more ping pong balls in the hopper. Weird analogy, <laughs> but sure, bro. Yeah, Go like, for like it. The we got, there's no ping pong balls. <laughs> we, might, we might have ping pong balls by that time. You don't know. You, you want to buy for those. Anyway, so with each episode in our March to the Stars month, we're going to ask you guys a question. And all you have to do to get another entry into the contest is to answer this question on our episode post on Instagram. So just look for our post, which will come out. If you're listening to this, it's already out. out. So it comes out every Monday and we'll ask a question on on every episode this month. And if you answer it, you'll get another entry. So by the end of this month, you will have had a total chance for 13 entries. Pretty much. Nine, yeah. nine chances in February and an additional four this month. Mm-hmm. So you can really rack up your chances if you keep participating and interacting with us. And, we'll... and we promise we actually are doing something. We're not just... Oh, we are. We <laughs> we're are. Just like... And then in April, you can have another four chances. <laughs> we've, we've created this yeah. pyramid scheme. <laughs> That's hilarious. But no, yeah. And we're we'll just, we're just waiting to too. Yeah, we're just waiting to finish, you know, finalize everything mm-hmm. and everything to get here before we take an actual picture. We have, right. we have one of the things, mm-hmm. a print from one of our good friends, and I'm going to keep him secret until mm-hmm. we actually... Yep. do everything we have another thing ordered on mm-hmm. and on the way and the other yeah one we just gotta find we're gonna have we're gonna have several things um it's like i said it's gonna be an awesome package so uh look for that so this week's question for you to answer it's a question we posed to ourselves um several episodes ago why and do it i is, do this what oh live action movie would you like to see turned into an animated film and this doesn't have to be because when we did it we did what disney Disney, movies this can be whatever movie you want if you want kiss kiss bang bang as an animated movie with val kilmer and robert downey jr (laughs) to redo the voices we'll do it that would be amazing i i say we do yeah right we'll green light it yeah sure i've got twenty dollars yeah so that is one one millionth of what that's one rough sketch of a pose you got it so yeah that's our question it's one that i would love to hear your guys's answers for i i'm weirded out by how many things that are animated that they're turning live action right now it's kind of disconcerting to me i wish they were going the other way yeah that's one of them all right, man, you ready to talk about Star versus the Forces of Evil? Yeah, let's go ahead and give it a shot. <laughs> I'm interested to hear what you have to say about season two. All right, so basically the season two, we start off, it's after Ludo has already basically lost everything. His castle's been destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toffee kind of tricked him and everything, but Toffee's dead. Oh. Or is he? <laughs> um, so yeah, 
at the end of the episode, Ludo kind of blows up, but there's part of a wand. So Ludo now has his own wand. Okay. However, it doesn't quite work because Star can, is, you know, happy, bubbly joy and can do whatever she wants. But Ludo, whenever he tries to use it, everything always backfires until he figures out that the best way for him to use the wand and make the wand work is for him to think, you know, angry thoughts and mm-hmm. everything like that, which is the complete opposite of Star because in order for Star to get all of her stuff to work right, she has to think happy thoughts and everything like that. Very so, Disney. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> his, you know, power is like this green evil color, and that's how he starts, you know, getting, you know, his powers and everything. Okay. Um, towards the end, uh, well, the middle of the series, um, he ends up stealing Glossaric and Star's magic book that teaches her all about oh. magic. So he steals this from her. And, you know, Glossaric, you know, now because he is bound to the book, has to help teach Ludo, you know, magic. Mm-hmm. So it kind of teaches Ludo a little bit of magic. But this whole time, there's been something in Ludo mm-hmm. that we didn't really know about. You kind of, you know, start seeing some things that, you know, nothing, you know, it's not quite kosher. But we find out that Toffee is somehow inside of Ludo. What? Yeah. So like a possession scenario. Exactly. Weird. So kind of like a Gould, right? Symbiote type <laughs> thing. Um, so he's nice. inside, and then uh, the last episode that we have of the series, I'm just kind of kind of blown past all the Ludo mm-hmm. stuff because that's not important. Sidebar, the main real stuff quick. Is Star. We mentioned Stargate a lot on this. We show. do mention Stargate a lot. <laughs> all right, keep going. Um, <laughs> which is fitting for the Star versus the Force of yeah. Evil. We're mentioning Stargate. There we go. <laughs> a lot of similarities. Well, they, they use portals and everything, too, which are oh, basically cool. just mini Stargates. <laughs> um, so we find out that uh, Toffee has you know invaded Ludo, mm-hmm. and at the end of this episode, or the end of the season, really, there's a big fight between the Magic Council and Star's mom, and they're fighting against Ludo. Mm-hmm. And then Toffee, you know, kind of takes oh fully possesses ludo and can use all kinds of crazy magic and is like sucking the magic and energy out of all and basically beats everybody oh like completely wipes the floor with all of them wow and yeah that's how we kind of end the episode uh well i mean that's how we kind of end ludo's arc because he's he's slowly is, gathering was that the, the mid-season finale that's the actual that season the... finale oh okay. yeah the mid-season finale was when he stole glossaric Gotcha. Yeah, during gotcha. Bon Bon the Birthday Clown. Still mm. glossary. But the main part of Star. Right. This season. Is Star and Marco. Is Star and Marco. Yep. Um, the beginning of the season, we have um, Marco in Mr. Candle Cares tell uh, Mr. Candle, that who's the guidance counselor, mm-hmm. that he and Star are kissing buddies on the lips. Whoa. So, yeah. Which is was really a kind of like a thing for... Uh, Star's ex-boyfriend Tom. Mm-hmm. He's the prince of the underworld or whatever. <laughs> Got horns, three eyes. Pretty cool. Nice. Um, he's basically, you know, the whole bit with that was, you know, we're gonna try and, you know, see what's going on, see if Marco and Star actually like each other. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's it's still very friendly the whole entire series, like pretty much the season, until we get to the Truth or Dare episode. Right, where they're playing where Truth the or Dare. Twitter sphere blew up. Exactly. That's when it, this is when it starts. <laughs> I remember the day that happened because you went crazy because your feed went crazy. My feed blew up. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, you know the way I watch it. Um, mm-hmm. it, w- it would premiere on Mondays, and then yeah. I wouldn't be able to watch it until Tuesdays because I watch it on Amazon Video. Yeah. And they don't give it. So my Instagram and Tumblr and everything would be filled with all kinds of spoilers. <laughs> so then you'd be like, oh man, something happens here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, uh, it's this whole thing where. Marco finally admits that he likes Jackie. I mean, mm-hmm. we we know, but Jackie doesn't know. So he finally admits it to Jackie <clears throat> in front of Jackie and stars there. And she's like, yeah, I have a crush on Oscar, who's this stupid keytar playing loser. Um, <laughs> Only cool people play keytar, man. Nobody, nobody cool plays keytar. Um, so we have that happen. I mean, really, yeah, some hijinks ensue. And then, because Star told a lie, she doesn't actually have a crush on Oscar. She doesn't really know what she feels. So then, at the very end of the episode, they finally beat this little truth or dare box, mm-hmm. throw it out in the trash. Marco's going to go to bed, and then Star's like calling for Marco's, like we have to get our Sunday breakfast uh, burritos. Mm-hmm. So she's like Marco Diaz, and the little cube was like, correct. Star Butterfly flies in love with, and then it, you know it just cuts there. <laughs> so that's when you're like, oh snap! Star is in love with Marco. Nice. And we don't really have you know too much more of it until Mister Candle Cares, which was the mid-season finale, mm-hmm. um, and right before Starberry, where Marco and Jackie are going to the prom or spring fl- whatever, some dance together, mm-hmm. and Star decides to go with Jana to a you know clown seance because you know i mean why wouldn't you go to a clown seance <laughs> why not um so then yeah we have uh it was a really cool little scene where uh you because know, you know like a lot of 80s movies you know cheesy you know romance garbage like the <laughs> boy will come into like the his date's house and then the girl will do that slow-mo walk into oh, yeah. the room down you gotta the stairs. have the the here i'm standing at the bottom with your corsage scene and the girl walking down looking all hot yeah, exactly totally we do that, except we reverse it. Oh, they so, flipped it? Yeah. So Star <laughs> and Jackie are in the room together, and Marco does his little slow-mo, like, comes to the banister and is like, hey. And then, you know, that's when Star's like, oh, snap, Marco. Um, nice. And she kind of she gets jealous the whole time and ends up spying on them and then using her magic to kind of, like, mm-hmm. break one of, I think, break Jackie's skateboard that they're both, like, doing some cool like Titanic Jack and Rose thing oh where Marco gosh. is Rose and Jackie's <laughs> behind him, which would make sense. Jack and Rose. Yeah. So yeah. They, so is that the first time that she realizes that she likes Marco? That's the first time I think she realizes that okay. she likes Marco. Yeah. Got it. Other than just friends. Right. So we have that episode and Jackie and Marco actually kiss in that episode. Whoa. Yeah. So that exploded a, you know, craziness right there because yeah, nobody the actually wants marco to end up with jackie i mean there's some there's some you know some people out there yeah that are like sure why not but i mean the main ship is starco yeah because i mean like from episode one they're mm-hmm. like here you go like go the, the people that wanted ross to end up with the british girl in friends i can't remember her name emily Yes. <laughs> nice. Steel oh, trap. Why do man. I know that? Steel trap. It's I love so it. <laughs> bad. Um, but yeah, so then, you know, we go through this, you know, the episode where Marco throughout the whole entire season until we get to like the last couple episodes, he's dating Jackie, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's really nothing there. He like talks okay. on the phone with her like maybe twice, but that's it. 
and and with well, Star, I mean, even, we don't kids. have anything. There's not a lot of uh, yeah, they're, they're 14. I mean, yeah. they should be talking on the phone all the time. Yeah, I guess. Which, I mean, it, it, I mean, yeah, like I said, there's like a couple scenes where they talk on the phone, but other than that, I mean, there's just nothing. Mm-hmm. And really with Star and Marco, we really don't have a whole lot either. Until we get to, let's see, until we get to Star Crushed, mm-hmm. I think it is. So they're going to go to a Love Sentence concert, which right. is a boy band. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh, what was the boy band from? Several Grab Falls, times. Several times. <laughs> um, kind of like several times where uh, with this one, instead of uh, Joey Fatone in several times, right. they have Nick Lachey. Nice. So it's, it's pretty good. 90s boy bands members looking for work. Oh, yeah, definitely. Dude, what else are they going to do? Um, oh, that's great. So, yeah, so they end up going to this concert because Star doesn't want things to be awkward between them. Oh, okay. Because she still likes Marco as a best friend, and she likes Jackie, and does kind of want them to be happy, but mm-hmm. you know, still has these feelings for Marco, and just doesn't want it to seem weird. Right. She don't want to let that ruin their friendship. Yeah. Got it. And I showed you the song that they sang, yes. with Jackie on one end, <laughs> Star on the other end, and yeah. Marco in between them, yeah. and they're playing the Just Friends song. Oh my gosh. That and seems ridiculous. Josh is going to in-clip a clip right here. was no secret the way that we feel a love that's so pure a love that's so real you showed me your world and it felt like a sign but you acted too slow and you ran out of time So yeah, so after Just Friends, you know, Jackie and Marco kiss again, but after- Wait, after that whole scene where he's, he's basically singing it to Yeah, he's Star, singing it to Then Star. he turns around and kisses Jackie. Turns around and kisses Jackie. Dang. Well, because that's- Audience part, is like well, flipping that's, out. Well, that's the part in the song where, uh, you know, Star looks out, and that's when we see the first official Disney LGBTQ kiss- Right. In a cartoon. Yeah. So and we crazy actually, and we actually have I think I know for sure three couples uh-huh. other than the main couple that the first that you first see right. when they do that pan out shot. Well, it's like couples of all types. Yeah, kissing, it's a couple of all types. But then yeah. you see a, a gay couple kiss, a gay couple kiss, and you and see then, a lesbian couple kiss. Yeah, and there's like another gay and like two lesbian couples mm-hmm. that are kissing, and then yeah. I think once, like after uh, Marco and. Uh, uh, Marco and Star. Marco and Jackie kiss. <laughs> he turns around to look for Star, and then there's another one. I think it's another gay couple kissing. Yeah. I can't really because like half of their faces are cut off. Right. So I, I can't really be sure. I think it is because they both look like dudes. Well, kudos to Disney for finally doing it. And yeah, I mean it's 2017. I think it's kind of neat that they did it in that way because it was just like here's just a crowd of couples. They're all couples. They all have a common denominator. They love this con- band that's putting on this concert, mm-hmm. and. They're all moved to kiss the one they love. And that's exactly. it. That's it. That's all it ever needs to be. It's just it's just love. And exactly. I think that's really, really beautiful. And, you know, it's ignited a lot of interesting conversations. My goodness. And uh, I've seen some fiery stuff on the internet. But 
We're not about that. Kudos, Disney. Good job. I also like how Disney doesn't care. They're like, yeah, uh, we, we'll give yeah. you, we'll give you your, you know, your gay kiss. Right. And then they're like, LeFou? Why not? Sure. Why not? <laughs> give LeFou a gay scene too? Right. Right. And it's cool that they didn't, you know, make some big stink about it themselves. Like, hey, look at us. We're doing this. And, yeah. I mean, I don't you know, think it, it came just, out of like the Disney out, stuff. It you know? was really like, you know, yeah, like I, like the New York Times and you know stuff like that. We're like, right. like hey. Not the New York Times. Honestly, post, post. honestly, you played me that scene, and if it hadn't been pointed out precisely to me, I don't know that I would have even yeah. taken a second glance at it and noticed necessarily. Um, I just knew so because I, they they ruined it for me on Instagram, uh, okay. so I was like, oh. <laughs> but I mean, I still watched it. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's cute. It's cute. Anyway, sidetrack. And, and it's keep, not like yeah, and it's it's subtle too, which is nice yeah. too. They didn't were like. Well, yeah, right that's what face. I'm saying. It's just, it was just nice. normal people having a regular experience at a concert, and Except I thought Star. that was great. She does not have Except a fun Star. experience. She ends up leaving and blows up a sign. Oh, so yeah. Uh, then we have the next episode mm-hmm. where Star has her princess song, and part of that song we're going to be playing at the end of this episode. Oh yeah, you played that for me before. Yeah. I think it's a really cool song with uh, Patrick Stump Who's from that? Fallout Boy, lead singer oh, of Fallout right, Boy. Right, right. Okay, cool. This one. Um, and yeah, that one, it's really, I mean, it's really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the very, very end mm-hmm. when Patrick Stump's character, I can't remember his name. Uh, Is he adds, one of the band members? Well, he's like the, the lyricist who, you know, does everything. Like he's Got the one it. who creates the song. So they have the first part of the song and then they have this middle part of the song. And then we have this very end. When uh, he's like, Star Butterfly is in love with her best friend. And his name is Marco oh. And there she was like, oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> so we have that. And then, you know, gets awkward. Then we go to the very last episode. And there's been a time skip mm-hmm. a little bit. We don't know how long. But um, it's now officially like graduation. Or it's like the last day of school. Like summer starting. Mm-hmm. And Star and Marco have been avoiding each other they basically say yeah i've been avoiding you right this is weird man and i don't want it to be weird because they just want to be friends right so we have you know they decide okay yeah we'll be friends we'll have all summer to, you know talk about this stuff and figure everything out so like cool let's do that and star goes up to a room and then her mom is there after getting beat the crap up by toffee and is like you gotta leave because toffee's back and this is bad. We mm-hmm. are all in danger right now. So Star ends up going downstairs, basically telling Marco, Marco, I have a crush on you. Mm-hmm. Thought these feelings would go away. They haven't. But now I have to leave, and I'll probably never be able to turn home. And so Jeez. she runs up to her, she runs upstairs, disappears through her portal, and is gone. Wow, show yeah. turned heavy. Yeah, and kind of took on a Stranger Things vibe there a little bit. Sounds like yeah, kinda yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's how we end it. Wow, that's how the that's, series that's ends. How the, that's how the season oh, ended. Yeah. Cliffhanger. It, I mean, that's kind of like how Troll Hunters ended, where he's in that other dimension. And yeah, he's, and it's basically it's basically like, the opposite. He's out of there. Where you know, because Jim goes off mm-hmm. through his portal and leaves all of his friends behind. Mm-hmm. Star goes off and leaves all of her friends behind. Right. But Marco does have a pair of dimensional scissors. Subtle knife. Yeah. Subtle knife. So he, you know, can <laughs> cut the dimension, you know, make his own stargates. Right. So that's how I'm pretty sure he's going to go sure. get star. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And so season three is this summer, right? Season three is this summer, yeah. Dang. Very quick so turnaround. So fast. So season four in the fall. Season four, nah, I don't know. <laughs> season four, well, actually, who knows? Probably next If Disney spring. does another one of these things like they did with Starbrary and just throw everything out, yeah, you know, in a month or a large chunk during a month, I'm like, yeah, you could, I guess. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Did I tell you I'm about to start to watch a animated TV show? What are you about to start watching? I just realized that on Hulu they have the Tron Uprising cartoon. It only lasted one season, and I never got to see it, so I'm excited. You can fall asleep over there. I don't care. I'm excited. Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll let you talk about Tron Uprising. You let me talk about <laughs> stars, so right. whatever. I love the world of Tron, So, but that that's really interesting hearing about how this season played out. Sounds like a fascinating show, and... I mean, you've shown me a couple episodes, so I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot once it's over. Um, I don't like to do that well, hanging they, on, I waiting for another season. They were talking so. something about, like, five seasons. But part of me is yeah. like, I think three is a good number. Mm-hmm. I think if you end it at three, I think you're okay. Yeah. Because four seems like it would be a push. But if you go five, six seasons, then it's just too much. Yeah, if you're not a show that's designed in the way that – the simpsons or family guy or futurama is where it's so much just topical it's like we just have the same characters and they just make jokes about what's going on in the world basically you can make it last but if you got something like this that has got a real story to it i agree i mean keep it keep it to two or three seasons and tell the story right yeah 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 it doesn't make sense to go on for now i would love for it to go on forever now but it's one of those like i I really just don't see how you can (laughs) what are you more excited about Season three of Star or season two of Troll Hunters? Season three of Star. Nice. Honestly. Yeah. That's cool. Well, cause I've had more time with, you know, the Star people than I have. And yeah. there's, there's more characters in Star. Yeah. And you get, you have, you have stuff from like a villain perspective. Like mm-hmm. we have a lot of stuff with Ludo in this last season that you're kind of like, oh, well, I mean. Ludo kind of sucks. He's he's a bad guy, but nothing ever works for him. I mean, he's, you know, yeah. I, yeah. I, I want to say you kind of feel for him, but it's just like man, because hmm. there was an episode that with uh, called Ludo. Uh, I think it's Ludo in the Wild or in the in the Wild or something like that, mm-hmm. where I don't think Ludo says like hardly anything, but it's all about him trying to survive in the wilderness. Because, uh, like, he has nothing now. So it's like, how is he going to survive? Hmm. And he ends up using his cunning and, you know, mm-hmm. getting a giant spider and a eagle to be, like, his minions. Because, <laughs> you know, like you do. That would take some cunning. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it. No. It'd be hard. Cool, man. But, yeah, so that's all I got. Good review. Good review. Um, I rambled a bunch. but That's all good. Like, eh. That's all good. We We tried recording this before. Technical difficulties, yeah. but you know that's uh, a, that's the podcast life, man. Came back two days later. It's <laughs> all Logan. Right, we get it done. You went and saw a Marvel movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. You asked me Le- what I think. Liam would be proud of you. You asked me what I think about it. No, because I want Liam to still be proud of you. Oh uh, no! I already talked to Liam. I already talked to Liam. Oh, you did. It was okay. It wasn't that yeah. good. Well, was, I don't know what you expected. Uh, I honestly don't know what I was expecting either. <laughs> nice. But it's like. Hmm. Mm. All right, dude. Well, I think that about wraps it up, right? Yeah. So next cool. episode, we're going to be doing. What is our next one? The middle. The is it Metropolis next? Metropolis. I don't. 
think so. What's yeah. I, Treasure Planet? Treasure Planet's the last one. Oh. So what are the two in the middle? There's Metropolis and I didn't bring my my count. That's it. That's what's next. Titan, it's Titan, Titan is next. E. Okay. I think that's next. Yes. So that's had... going to be exciting. Well, I mean, uh, next episode we're going to talk about you know all the people that entered. Yes, you know, we'll give, give a, shout outs give a shout out to, to all those people. Um, and yeah, we'll have everything compiled. We've started to amass our prize package, which I'm excited about. And yeah, I found a lot of good deals on that prize package. Stay tuned because there's more details to be revealed about April audience appreciation. April over the next few weeks, you won't want to miss it. So, Gavin, where can everybody find you? Everybody can find me here in Rapunzel's Tower, sitting across from Josh right now, but also on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. On Twitter at Animate Podcast. On Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. On the interwebs at www.animationstationpodcast.com, where you can also listen to our episodes. Uh, yeah, click that little podcast link up at the top. You can mm-hmm. listen to all of our podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram, uh, Instagram, on <laughs> iTunes and Stitcher. Yes, please be sure to rank us and subscribe. And be sure and follow our other podcasts in the network with Cloud uh-huh. City Cast. Yep. I- I- getting into comics, getting with, Tim into comics with Tim Page. And IGPX. It's not IGPX. That's, I think it's MG that's Pro Tutor, right? It's MG Pro Tutor. Yeah, Magic the Gathering, MG Pro Tutor. So, yeah, those are the, the other podcasts in our group. Make and sure you give them a listen. Maybe some more. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. We, we should have like a global network. I want to have nerdy I w- podcasts. I want to just like a, a movies, like a movies and TV shows one. We just talk about movies and TVs. Doesn't mm-hmm. have to, it can be animated, doesn't have to be animated because. Mm-hmm. I don't like some live action stuff. Yeah. So like in in genres outside of like what Cloud City does. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Just like, hey, these are some movies that we saw. Yeah. What you think? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Josh could give his uh, impressions of Logan. And everyone would be like, boo. <laughs> Best part about Logan is we got a Deadpool two trees uh, teaser. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, a little trailer. Nice. He, I like it. It's very. It, he goes into a phone booth when he sees a mugging and they're playing like the superman the oh cool and so he's like trying to change and everything and the guy gets gets shot because <laughs> he took too long trying to change nice. and he's like ah oh, dang should have just called 911 <laughs> it's really good it's pretty funny that's funny tells stan lee to shut up during it oh wow yeah, it's pretty good is he still making appearances yeah dude he's only 94 jeez all right well i think this episode's long enough now Oh, my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Seven hours and 14 minutes. It's a marathon. All right, so for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. Made you look. Weaving magic like a born spellcaster And wreaking havoc like a natural disaster She rocks her narwhal blast in watercorn stampede She's a thunderstorm, roaring through the night She's our shooting star and she's lying